Welcome to the Frau Vies podcast, where we have conversations with Black women in tech from around the world and share their inspirational stories. I'm Naya Moss, your host and CEO of the Frau Vies community. At Frau Vies, our mission is to provide a community and means of support for Black women in tech. Whether you have worked in tech for 30 years or 10 years, a Black woman or an ally, this podcast is truthful, positive, unapologetic, and made just for you. All right, my name is T. Williams, and I'm a training architect at Linux Academy. Wow. Okay. So what, like, what does that actually like entail? Cause you know, when I looked you up and I, 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 I saw your title on LinkedIn, I was like, what, like, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds complicated, but yes. <laughs> what it really means is that I create courses related to AWS specifically at Linux Academy. So I design a course, decide what material is going to go in that course, and then I essentially build it. Um, all of Linux Academy's training is based off of videos. So I record the videos, I edit them, I create hands-on labs, um, and do guided walkthroughs so that students can work on real-world scenarios. Wow, that's that's super cool. I, like I've actually taken some courses, by the way. Um, so I'm I'm pretty sure maybe some of them were uh, recorded by you. <laughs> um, yeah, like back in in 2016 when I had to do some DevOps stuff. Um, I actually I, like I took a course on uh, Linux Academy for like okay. like three months. You know, like I like I wasn't following it the way I probably should have. But yeah, that's so I, I probably used a product of your work. That's really cool. Um, I actually started with Linux Academy in 2018, so that wouldn't have been... Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Right. But still cool. (laughs) (laughs) Still cool. And congratulations on almost making your one year then. Um, So, okay. So, I just want to backtrack. Um, Like, how did you get into tech? um, And what was your first experience with technology? So, my first experience with tech was probably like every other kid with an Atari 2600 at that time. Uh, I know that's like really showing my age now, but (laughs) (laughs) but that was probably my first real interaction with something technical. Um, But when I was a teenager, I bought, um, I saved up and bought a Commodore 64 computer. So that was my first tech that I ever really used. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but like, but like what, like what made you want to even buy a Commodore? Like what made you even want to buy an Atari? Did you just find it cool or was yeah, it I just thought it was really cool. You know, I was very curious about it. It was something that I wanted to tinker with. Um, so I saved up, you know, saved up my money and I bought it. Um, I, I, I was raised in a single family household. So my mom, um, you know, didn't have a lot of money to buy stuff. So a lot of times I did little jobs and stuff so that I could make money to buy the things that I wanted. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. And, and do you still have your uh, um, your Atari to this day or is it? <laughs> I wish I did at this point, but no, I don't I don't have it anymore. I have tons of other video game systems now. Oh, cool. Because, you know, when you when you mentioned it, it just reminded me um, I had an Atari. Well, actually, my uncle had, had given me his and he was like, keep this because it's going to be worth something someday. 
and I don't know how, like, when we were moving when I was a kid, like, it somehow got lost or thrown out. And now I just wonder if there's anyone out there that, like, still has one and is able to, like, sell it for a good amount. But, okay, cool. Well, okay, so then obviously that was your first in- your first interaction with tech. And obviously you loved it as a hobby. But what made you want to work in tech as a career? So that's actually a pretty interesting story because I actually didn't choose initially to work in, in tech. Uh, so what happened is that, um, like I said, I grew up really poor um, and I didn't have a lot of guidance in high school. Um, you know, I really, um, you know, didn't have anybody to say, hey, you know, you should take SATs, you should do this, you should try to go to college. You know, I I pretty much felt like my mother couldn't afford to send me to college. So I really was just gonna, you know, I worked at a place where I had a job where they put me on the management track. And I said, cool, I'll I'll work in retail management. Um, And what happened is funny enough, I met my husband uh, in high school. Uh, We got married at 19. And uh, he's still my husband today. (laughs) Wow, congratulations. (laughs) We're going on, um, this is 2009. So we're we're getting closer to 30 years now. Wow. 30 years now. So, but um, yeah, we uh, got married at 19 and um, I worked in retail for a while. We decided at some point not to do that anymore. So I did administrative assistant type work. And then eventually um, I stayed home with my kids. And uh, my husband got into IT. He went to a technical school. And as part of that, um, you know, he came home and he was like, I think you could do this. You know, he said, here's my books, you know, on Windows NT 4.0. And I I want you to study and you can get certified and get a job. And I was like, I don't think I could do that. You know, (laughs) know, I'm like, I'm like, you went to school, you know, you went to a technical school and learned this. Now, how am I, you know, little old me, I'm just, a, I'm, a, I'm a housewife. I'm staying home with my kids at this point, And you expect me to, to like learn this stuff. So my husband is a persistent person um, and he really believes in me. So he just kept at me until eventually I was like, okay, fine. I'll go ahead and I'm going to do this. Um, so I read the certification books that he brought home and I got certified and got my first job in IT from that. So that's how okay. I got IT. I, like, do you see my face right now? Like, I'm like, what? Hold on. <laughs> so your husband got you into IT and not only did he get you into it, but he was persistent. Like, like you can do this. I want you to do this. And I, I don't really think I've, like, I, like I've heard stories of some husbands that have encouraged their wives to go into tech, but like it, yeah. like you had his full support, and yes. and he even like gave you the books, and it was like, here, yeah. please do this. I like, I really want to see you do this. And I mean, that was like, by the way, like, what program did he go to? Like, was he in college or no? He, he actually to- went to. Um, I don't even think they're around anymore. It was a school called like Computer Learning Center, and um, he went there you know, in and, and the evenings after work. And uh, he was working at, at, in the electrical field at the time. He was an electrical apprentice and decided he didn't want to do that. Uh, so he went to uh, CLC and got his first job at the help desk. Um, and 
with, with using his books. And they were just Cybex uh, certification books that he gave me. Um, and I used those and I got certified. And wow, I, I mean, I can say that was a, a, was a really cool experience for me to take my first certification exam and then pass it. I took actually two at the same time. I took MT4 server um, and then the, I think it was desktop at the time, but I took both of those certs the same day and I got certified and I was basically, I came out of the certification room and I was like, woo, I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. I was like, oh my God, I did it. So it was such a confidence builder, you know, to do that. And, um, you know, it's tough trying to get your first job. A lot of people feel like they can't do it. You know, they hear no a lot. Um, but you just have to be persistent. You know, there's just somebody out there who's willing to give you that first chance. Wow. Yeah. So like you had no background, you just took your husband's book materials and you just like studied and went for the test and passed on your first time, by the way. Uh, That's what I'm like, that's so insane. (laughs) That's so insane. And like, like huge, uh, kudos to you like I uh had taken a boot camp but, but like it was an IT support class um and you like you got your CompTIA sir it was the A plus and um I think it's still like this today where A plus you, you there's like two parts to it um so I think I, I took like the 901 and 902 and then took the network plus and took a series of of, of courses after that um and certifications but I don't think I like I can really say that I've ever taken a course or or even just like taught myself with textbooks and you know and had taken certification and passed it like did you create any uh, home labs at home for yourself like did you create any like at home environments to practice or it was all just knowledge it was for the most part knowledge because you know at that time, we had this old rickety computer and dial-up, and there, there really wasn't much in the way of labs. So what we did have, you know, we had a computer that, that ran Windows NT on it, and I played with that, and that was essentially my lab. Yeah, wow. it, was, that, it was pretty rudimentary. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that, that's so insane. Okay, so... Fast forward from you teaching yourself to getting your first job to what you do now. Like, uh, if, if you could possibly elaborate, like, like what does your day-to-day uh, look like, especially working at Linux Academy, which is, like, super amazing? Well, uh, first, I'm going to tell you another sh- quick story about how I even got into training. Um, yep. Because that in and of itself is a, a bit of a story. Yes. So, so essentially, um, I was working doing tech support um, for NetApp, uh, which is storage, essentially. Um, and I had gotten a job. I'd been offered a position in Texas, and I was about to relocate my family from North Carolina to Texas. And two days before that, um, I went to sleep and had a dream. And in my dream... I, I, I was told that I needed to contact this training company and, um, you know, to apply for a job there. So I got up that morning and I did it. I actually, I, I found them online. I submitted my resume and um, they immediately contacted me back, like within an hour. And um, I had an interview the next day and they hired me. And I ended up not relocating my family to Texas 
And I ended up, that was my first job training in IT. And that's been almost a decade ago. So that's how I got into training based what? off my dream. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's like, that's so unheard of. You had a dream and it, it literally came true. It, re- it really it did. Literally I mean, came true. It is, it's an amazing story. I feel like in my dream, God was just telling me, hey, this is what I want you to do. And so I did it and I've been training ever since. Yeah, that's wow. how I first training. I did classroom training um, for a long time. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm going to dream tonight to become a millionaire and hopefully that comes true. <laughs> wow. That's cool. <laughs> I really, I really hope that dream comes true. Oh um, no, I'm totally joking. I don't, I don't seek to ever become a millionaire because more money, more problems. Um, but that's just like, that's, that's so insane. I'm so glad that worked out for you that way because who knows like what your path would have been like if you would have yeah. Have, have gone to Texas. Like, I mean, you probably wouldn't have gotten to this role now, right? Probably not. Probably not. Because, I mean, that was a pure storage technical role. Um, but instead, um, through training, I've gotten into um, converged infrastructure, data center, um, FlexPod, if you're familiar with Cisco NetApp, um, VMware is like a combo on conversion infrastructure, um, getting into AWS. So it's like it opened a whole another world of, of, of technology essentially to me by, by getting into training. Wow. Okay. So you took the, the course to train in, in IT, um, but how did you end up at Linux um, Academy and, and, and like how did you get to, to do what you do every day there? Yeah, so essentially, um, the, the, um, I decided to, to go out and, and I was studying and looking into AWS. I was working with it and decided, um, hey, let me check out if Linux Academy has any jobs available and happened to go on their site and saw that they had a position available. Um, and I applied for it and um, you know, pretty much just ended up as part of the AWS uh, training team from doing that. Um, and my, you know, the, what I do on a daily basis is everybody on my team essentially does uh, what I do. Um, and it's, it's actually a lot of fun. So my, my day-to-day essentially looks like this. Um, I get up, I'm an early riser. I'm up really early in the morning. The first thing I do is I go on community. Um, Linux Academy has a community uh, where people can come and ask questions. Um, they look for guidance, whether it be career guidance or just they're having problems with something technically they're studying. Um, so I interact with students. Um, and I spend that time on social media as well, LinkedIn. Um, I do answer a lot of questions on Quora um, and, and, and Twitter as well. So through that interaction, um, I'm essentially trying to help others who we're, are kind of in that position that I was in 20 something year, 20 years ago, you know, where they're trying to figure out what path to take. Um, there are a lot of people out there who are negative, who, you know, say things that discourage people. So I really try to build people up and, and just help them to understand, Hey, you know, there's, you can do this. You know, I was one of those people who felt like I couldn't do it. Um, yeah. and everybody has to start somewhere. Yeah. And you know what, that's such a, a really good point. Cause there are like, cause you know, cause this podcast is for, you know, black women in tech and especially young black women that want to enter into tech. And, and, you know, I find that 
in the past couple of years, I've come across so many uh, young black women that are like, they want to go to college and they're not sure if, it, uh, if, if they want to go to college. Some want to, in- to enter tech, but they feel like they can't do it. Then they go on online and they read all this stuff and then they really feel like they can't do it. Um, so, you know, I really feel like we need more people like you out there that are being encouraging and positive because, yeah, like there's definitely some ups and downs to, to, to tech, but there's a lot more ups than there are downs. But I feel like, you know, like everyone only talks about the aggravated, angry IT guy that no one likes, but like no one talks about, you know, the positive IT people out there or the IT people that try to make everyone's life you know, great and happy. Like, like that was me when I was doing, um, it support. Like I just tried to, no matter what, like smile and be happy. Like even if the person was like so upset, like I always wanted them to have a good experience and know that when they came to me that they, you know, would, would feel great. Um, so we, we definitely need more people like you out there to help, um, encourage. Um, mentoring people and you know helping people that's kind of like the bright spot of, of my day and really of my life you know I really like to be helpful um, you know I worked in um, as a manager for a while and that was the thing that I loved the most about doing that was the fact that I was able to help the people who were under me to make them better you know and to see people grow and I get messages from people every day you know, who, you know, thanks to you, I got my certification, you know, um, thanks to you guys, um, I've, you know, got my first job or I I was able to get a raise, you know, this is changing my family's life. Um, And, and that was my experience. So I'm trying to just pay it forward, you know, so that others can also have that experience. Yeah, that's, you know what, and, and like just your company as a whole, it's doing like a really great job. Like if there's anyone that's like, interested in cloud uh, uh, infrastructure, like Linux Academy is the first place I tell everyone to go to because even like me, myself learning AWS, like I tried to follow those documents, but it's like, if you don't have a background in cloud infrastructure, you can do all the Googling you want. Like it just takes so much longer versus what, what, uh, what Linux Academy, I had a much easier experience. So that actually brings me to my next question. Um, so earlier, like you, you mentioned that when you um, had taken the the course to start training and you looked up Linux Academy, but when exactly did you learn your skills in AWS and cloud infrastructure to be able to teach it? So uh, I actually never took a course. The, uh, the company I worked for, you know, um, they have a, the company I used to work for has a process where, you know, you, um, you know, you go through training and the training courses are a lot of times five-day courses. They give you a period of time to study. After you do that, you actually do what they call a, uh, a co-teach where mm-hmm. you work with an experienced instructor um, and then you do what they call a supervised solo. So it was, it's kind of like a graduated process for learning to teach in classroom. Um, so as part of that, um, you know, I, I started, I learned about converged infrastructure and I actually wrote uh, a, a course for NetApp and Cisco um, where about converged infrastructure with FlexPod. Mm-hmm. That was part of one of my responsibilities. And then you start, uh, you know, as part of that, you know, with NetApp Storage, you start to see AWS and cloud in- integration into that. Uh, and that just kind of naturally led me into more about, hey, let me really get into cloud and see what cloud can do. 
Um, you know, and um, really, I'll just say for those who really don't even know what cloud is, you know, there is a one hour course that Linux Academy offers. It's free to anybody. All you have to do is have a free community account, but it explains what cloud is and what AWS is. So, you know, I think one of the things that a lot of times people don't know and don't understand is that there are so many different directions to go in in IT that one of the things you have to do is kind of figure out which area of IT you're actually interested in. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. The, the little snippets like that, that, that kind of tell you what these different pieces of technology are can help you to help people to kind of decide what direction they might actually be interested in. So I'm not diverged a little bit there, but I just kind of think that it's important that people really understand, you know, when you say IT, it's not all the same. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, and, and thank you for clearing that up because that's, that's definitely true. Like, you know, many, especially black women might not know going in that, you know, there's other jobs besides software engineer. Like that's one of the reasons why I built this platform and I started this podcast because I really want for black women to see there's so many different sides to technology and there's, there's cloud infrastructure, there's, um, there's software development, web development. There's so many routes that you can go to. And, and kind of like you said earlier, like if you just take like a one hour course of different things, just to kind of see which one fits you best. Like I know that, um, my, I, I believe my first interaction with coding was in Java and I was trying to port a ROM to like my, my cell phone from Verizon to, um, to sprint at the time. Um, and, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like copying things and it seemed a little bit fun, but then on, uh, it was Khan Academy had taken like the one hour of code and that was great. And that got me interested. But then once I had, you know, done some hour courses and some other fields, I found that, you know, like for me, coding was fun, but I wasn't that great in it as I was in, in infrastructure. So I think that's, you know, really great advice to just kind of like take those pre-courses or, or like maybe just do a one hour test of, you know, different fields um, within tech and just see which one fits you and like which one you're most passionate about. Because also like you might be passionate about it, but are you good at it? <laughs> like it's another thing, you know, so definitely um, figure that out. Um, so my other question to you is like, okay, so the, like the way I see it is I, I think it's really great that your husband like helped you like lead this, this, uh, this path. Um, and you moved from being a at-home mom, which I think that alone is huge. Like going from being a at-home mom to, uh, studying on your own to taking uh, training courses, um, what do you consider to be your most uh, successful point in your career? Um, I actually, I had a lot of points in my, my career that I'm really am proud of. Um, right now, I think I feel really proud about and feel successful because of what I do and how I help people now. So to me, I feel successful because I'm helping others. You know, I'm giving back and helping other people to get started on their own path. You know, we all think about how we want to leave a legacy in life. And by being able to reach and touch so many different people through the platform that Linux Academy gave, gives me, you know, the ability to 
Um, it gives me the ability to help so many people. And I feel like that is probably the best success that I could have in life. Oh, and you know what? I I definitely like I'm 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 with you on 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 that one. Like for me too, it makes me happy to to help others. Now, one thing I have noticed because I follow a, a Lynx Academy pretty much everywhere on on social media, um, especially when you guys have nice giveaways. Um, so I've I've I've, I've noticed too, like on the like team member page that it seemed like a very inclusive company. Um, yeah. So, like, what has your experience been um, as a Black woman in tech, um, whether it was working here or at other places uh, in the past? Like, what challenges have, have you experienced? So, I would say the biggest challenge that I've faced is really tech has always been, especially, you know, 15, 20 years ago, was really considered a male-dominated industry. Um, and as a result, coming in as a woman and particularly a black woman and getting the respect, you know, and, and that to, so to the point where you're treated as equal, you know, with with the men who are around you. Um, it, it's always been a thing of I have to prove myself, you know, and, and I don't have to do that at Linux Academy. But in, you know, over my my career, that's been something that I've had to really deal with, um, even in training. So um, I did classroom training. So every week I was teaching a new group of people uh, and I had to, it always felt like I had to prove myself every week. Yeah. To that you know, cause, cause the classes would be, you know, three day classes or five day classes. Um, you know, people pay, you know, a specific amount of money to get, you know, kind of like a boot camp related to a particular technology. Um, and you know, you get people who want to challenge you. You get people who really don't feel like, you know, um, and, you know, it just feel it just feels like you repetitively have to prove that you have the skill set, um, mm-hmm. you know, to do the job. So that's probably been the biggest challenge that I've had to face. Well, yeah. And I I can definitely um, agree with that. I I, too, um, taught for a couple of months. Um, it was a IT support course, um, and it was pe- it was the people that looked like me. But that too was definitely a, a a challenge because when people think of tech, they they don't think you know that a woman, let alone a black woman, knows right. what they're talking about. Even if you know, I feel like even if you have like twenty years, like if you don't have a, a you know a big name behind you, like you were a VP at. Google for 10 years, like people are like, does she really know what she's talking about? So yeah, I, I really, I I really appreciate you sharing that. How did you overcome those challenges? Tenacity, you know, not, not backing down, you know, if I, if I know, you know, I know what I know, right. Just like, you know, they know what they know. So, um, you know, not necessarily button heads, but being able to, to, to stand your ground and say, hey, this, I know what I'm talking about here. And if I have to, I pull up the documentation that backs up what I'm saying, you know? So here's the proof that I know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's probably even now one of the things that I do, you know, if I'm, t- if I'm giving somebody information, I give, I give more detail as to how to back up that I actually am telling them the right thing. And I think that that's, that's helpful in any circumstance, yeah. um, you know, because it gives them um, more context 
But at the same time, you know, it's become a habit. You know, let me just do this so that I don't, I don't have to go back, you know, have to have the back and forth about, okay, do you really know what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, in, the classroom, <laughs> in the classroom, I actually had a situation where, um, you know, you almost feel like, like you're on stage and you have hecklers as a comedian, you know? So to the point where it's like, okay, so since you know, how about I sit down and you, you can teach and, you know, you go ahead and teach and let's see if we can figure out, you know, whether what you're saying is right or wrong, you know? So I only had to ever do that to one person, <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I welcome the, a challenge from the perspective of it makes me better. It makes me stronger. Um, you know, but just sometimes it gets a little old, you know, it's like you really want the same respect that everybody else gets. Um, you know, unfortunately, everybody, you know, we don't all see that everybody is equal sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, I like I think you mentioned a really good tactic, too. And this is something that maybe I should try um, myself as well, is that like not just like when you have the, these sort of challenges, you know, saying I'm right because I'm right. Right. But you are beating people to the punch and it's like, I'm right. Oh, and by the way, here's the documentation to back it up. Here's the the, the proof to back it up. And, and, you know, like, I think that can also help to avoid any conf- uh, confrontation or conflicts early on. Um, because like, I don't know if, if, if you guys use Slack or if you've, yeah, like if you've experienced this, but when you use communication platforms like Slack and everything's over messages and nothing's face to face, it can be so easy for something to come off not very nice. Yeah. And, you know, you might say something and it might come off, you know, the, the person might take it the wrong way. Um, but I think if you do it kind of your way and just say like, Hey, I'm, you know, like, here's, here's information. Um, here's some info to like back it up and probably add a nice little smiley face to it to like set the tone um, so that people are like, they know that you're coming from a good place um, and that you're not like fighting fire with fire when it comes to uh, challenges. So I appreciate you sharing that, and I hope people take notes on that and 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 do the same thing. So after we, we we've heard your challenges, um, what do you love the most about being a black woman in tech? I think the thing that I love the most is um, being able to interact with others. You know, I actually had a student tell me the other day um, that they were very happy to see someone who looked like them, you know, doing the training. Um, so, you know, be, ma- making people feel inclus- included, you know, so, um, you know, just culturally, like you say, so that people know that this is something that we can do, you know, um, that's really probably the thing that I love the most about it. Um, technically, I love, you know, I just love infrastructure. You know, I love working with it. I love troubleshooting it. Um, it makes the day just fly back by for me. Um, you know, I, I start my day really early. I think a lot of times I start working by like 7, 7.30. I'll look up and it's lunchtime. I'll look up and it'll be 6 in, in the evening. I mean, the day just flies by for me. Um, so, you know, I have a job that I love and a field that I love. You know, I work from home. I was like, what more can I ask for? Yeah, I I wish I had that kind of career. 
that's pretty cool. And if you don't mind me asking, because you did mention your, your your kids a little bit earlier, but are they like grown and out the house, and that's why you're able to? Okay. <laughs> my, my youngest daughter is uh, actually a junior at uh, ECU. Oh, nice, yes. nice. Yeah, um, I'm actually a grandmother. Believe me. No way. Okay, I wish everyone could see you right now and how amazing you look. <laughs> I would have never have thought that you were a grandmother. Um, congratulations. You look great. <laughs> you look amazing. Yeah. Uh, I actually posted on Twitter the other day. He broke one of his toys and he told my husband um, to fix it. My husband said, I can't fix it. So he said, well, ask Google to fix it. <laughs> oh, wow, that was that was pretty hard. <laughs> that was pretty hard. <laughs> wow, kids, yeah, but that's like this is what kids learn these days, right? It's yeah, like, so- you know, Google and Alexa can fix everything for you. Um there's no need. Wow, that's that's funny. I, I said Google on my phone. Like <laughs> Wow. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's really cool. Um, are either of your kids in tech or interested in tech? Since both, they come from, you know, two tech folk. Yeah. Well, when they were growing up, they wanted nothing to do with tech. You know, it's like, you can imagine dinners at my house. My husband and I are both sitting around talking about tech stuff and they were just like, nope, not doing it. Really? <laughs> but my, my youngest daughter actually is an MIS major. Nice. Uh, And what is that exactly? Management information system. So it's a combination of, you know, learning management skills with tech, with, you know, information technology, Um, which is quite interesting because it kind of brings up the point of what we talked about earlier about how, you know, people don't quite really understand what information technology is um, Mm -hmm. because, in listening to, and she grew up in our household, obviously, seeing what the two of us do. um, And they had, they had some guest speakers and they all made it sound like tech was all system analysts type, you know, work and not really information technology work. So I think it's, there's really got to be a better distinction between the two and exactly what really we all do. Yeah. Um, wait, like, does she work in tech now? She's, well, she's in college still. So she's got a little while longer before she, uh, before she gets her, her first job. Oh, because I want to ask you, can we do like a mother-daughter duo thing? <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> As I say, can we have you both on again and talk about like tech again? Um, well, hey, well, when she gets her first internship, I'll be reaching out. <laughs> that is, wow, that's so cool. Um, and that just goes to like show you the influence of like having people in your family to look up to that are in this field and you know and like whether she probably thought about it or not you guys you know helped to kind of you know plant that that seed and that tech was a possibility for her which you know now lots of people are are getting into tech because it's cool but I, I mean she had parents that were in tech at a time that it wasn't so cool um and 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 who knows where where she would be now so that is that's she had her A-plus certification before she graduated high school. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know, I, 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 like, I remember reading that, like, for A-plus, like, there's a, a program for high school students. Um, well, like, I think, I think most uh, CompTIA uh, certifications, um, 
like if you're in high school, if you're like under 16, um, you can take the cert under like a different uh, set of requirements. So yeah, there that's- are actually a few different um, programs that the schools are offering. And in fact, I'm going to mention this um, since you have young people, AWS Educate. Um, you know, basically they offer free training and they also offer like free labs. They have a free job board. Um, all for um, people who are in high school or college. Sorry, I thought I turned my volume off. Sorry. Um, Essentially, um, their program is designed uh, specifically for people who are in high school and college. And they have you build projects directly on the AWS website. And those projects, then when you pass them, allow you to get the skills that you need to uh, actually post your resume on their internal job board. So there are a lot of in, a lot of enterprise organizations that actually use those job boards to try to recruit. So definitely that's something. And, um, and they even offer, I think, um, like vouchers and discounts for, for schools and for the students to be able to get their certifications. Wow, how come I've never heard of this before? Thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, and everyone, I'm going to make sure to, to, to share that in the in the show notes because, I, I mean, that's amazing. Um, I had no clue that that resource was even out there. Um, and I'm, you know, like, I'm pretty sure there's so many uh, Black women in tech or that want to be in tech um, that are young and, like, need to make money. And, you know, once you get your certifications, like, like, like nowadays, if you show that you can do the job, you can very well get a job, you know, getting paid 60K, 70K. Um, and, and if you can learn this for, for free, this is, this is pretty cool. So I'm going to make sure to, when I uh, go over this recording, to make sure to put that in the show notes for, for everyone. Um, I'll send you the links, to, uh, the links specifically to, to where they can register. Yes, thank you. That is that'll be super super helpful too. Um, what advice? Because we're like now we're like talking on the, the, the topic of like young people or just like black women in, in general. What advice would you have for um, black women that are trying to enter this field? So first and foremost, um, you know, be confident. You know, you can do it. I mean, look at where I came from, um, and there are lots of other people who are just like me. Um, and be confident, you know, put the time in, you know, it takes time to actually become certified to study. Um, you know, you got to do the work, um, you know, but don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged by people who are naysayers. Um, you know, I know a lot of people who've gotten certifications and then just done nothing with them, you know? So when you start applying for jobs, make sure your resume is in order. You know, you got you to gotta make sure that your, your resume features your skills properly. Um, you know, a chronological resume may not be the best one to do to try to get that first job in IT. You might want to do one that features your certifications, projects that you've done. Consider volunteering, right? Look at organizations that maybe are nonprofit that um, can use the extra help to help you to get some um, early hands-on experience. That way you can feature those types of things on your resume. Um, I would also say, um, don't be afraid to hear no. You know, um, we apply for jobs and we hear no a lot. I mean, and even me being in the field for as long as I've been in the field, people still have told me no. You Mm -hmm. know, you only have to hear yes once. That's all. You only need one person to say yes. So forget all the people who say no. Learn from the experience. What can I do better? And keep keep strutting. Keep moving. 
Yeah, Tia, that was such great advice, especially about your resume. I appreciate you saying that so much because there are so many people out there that, that don't even know that. Like when it like when they're brand new into a field or even just a tech field, they are they might be tempted to go ahead and like still put like Walmart or whatever job they, they had before and not make it as relevant by go ahead and like putting in projects that they worked on or, or like certifications that they have. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. I also appreciate you coming on today, giving me your, your time during the day to record this podcast. I'm positive that someone's going to learn something from this because you were just dropping knowledge left and right resources. Um, So I really appreciate it. And thank you for coming on. I appreciate it as well, you know, and I'd I'd love to to reach out and, and chat with you again. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Subscribe and share it with the world. Stories of Black women in tech just isn't for Black women in tech. It's for the world to hear and see how strong human beings we are. Do you know of any Black women in tech who want to tell their stories? Tell them to write in to Naya at Frauvies. That is N-A-Y-A at F-R-A-U-V-I-S dot com. Don't forget to subscribe and share.